Hey, and welcome back to We Can Still Be Friends podcast. Today is an episode with Jason Davies. He's um, a bit of a unit. <laughs> He's an old friend of mine. We worked together in a pyramid scheme. Um, today, good and bad. Uh, I've got my audio all sorted now. Uh, new microphones, the works. So that's a good thing. That's always great. Um, sadly, today's episode does not have such good audio. Um <laughs> I was late with my shipment. Well, my shipment was late to me, I should say. Uh, but I hope you enjoy anyway. Let me know your feedback. If you're watching, sadly, again, <laughs> our video camera decided to stop working. So for whatever reason, we've lost the very end of it. But a lot of it's been recorded anyway. If you're listening, I hope you enjoy. And I will hope to hear back from you guys soon. Let me know what you think. All right, enjoy the episode. Bye, guys. Welcome back to the show, bro. I know, like, no one else knows this because it's never going to go out, but we've already had Jason on the show <laughs> last week, and uh, due to technical difficulties, we had to scrap that shit, so. Yeah. I'm wearing a different outfit. Yeah, a different outfit. We're back to this shit. We got the wall painted. Look, I did order, for anyone else who wanted to know, one thing to know, um... I've got new mics coming, but like Australia Post, do your fucking job, mate. You know what I mean? I paid I paid express postage, eighteen dollars or whatever the fuck it is, right? They say three days. I ordered it Monday, it's not here till Tuesday next week. You explain that shit to me, okay? Because bro, I want a refund. You know what I mean? And it's in Woodville. It's in Woodville North. It's down the road, bro. Go pick it up. I swear, I could, you know what I mean? Like, why, what's stopping me? I don't know. But, Oz Post is, uh, pick your game up, mate. This is why Amazon did so well, you know? Because, like, I don't know how it is in the States, but I assume it's all privatised. Mm. I assume everything's privatised. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think so. And then... they got UPS and Amazon and I don't know what else they've got, but, yeah. Dude, I had, I ordered a jacket from the States last year... And that shit come here in record time. Less less time than this other shipment is coming from Melbourne. It came here. And that's during quarantine and all the rest of the shit. So mm. it was pretty full on. But anyway, welcome to the show, bro. Uh, you know the deal already. We were yeah, doing the shop first. Fucking, I'm being stitched up, eh? <laughs> that is way more of your pickle No juice. way, man. It that's is. the perfect amount of pickle That juice. is not a fucking shot glass. See, that is a shot glass. Look at it. It's classy, that. Look, bang. You know? Yeah. Beautiful. That's how it should be. You know, it if, you drink, in that. if you drink piss out of this, would that still be classy? Because that's what this is. I think it could be. That's what this I, fucking is. Whose piss is it? Fucking, not mine. It tastes beautiful. <laughs> She's right. <laughs> oh, that's good. I don't like it with the bonus. You what? The bonus gives it a different flavour I don't like. I've got hiccups now. Are you good? I don't think so. Call an ambulance. I think when you when you can learn how to handle your shit, that's when you're coming on again. <sighs> well, I could be an alcoholic, I'm in. Alright, yeah, that's easy. That's part of the show, man. You. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. I was post, man. Look. They really fucked me up. 
and that it's quite it's quite sad really you know I don't know what to do man I got a bone pick with them you know ask for a who do you talk to about that no one because they got a monopoly yeah they got that <laughs> monopoly man yeah I ordered this shit I think it was um oh was it UPS or something oh no it's FedEx FedEx sent me some shit and um come from the states it, 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 it landed in Sydney and then um it it's still coming here in time. Like, it come here in like record fucking time. I had to sign for it, of course, because that's what you have to do when you get it from there. But, dude, no problems. Not a single one. And I've got Oz Post over here. Mm. And, they, and then it's like, you pay the extra or whatever. They don't care. They're just chucking your shit around. I think they're on strike at the moment. There's something to do with strike. Well, that might have something to do with yeah, it. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, man. I don't know, man. Minor detail. I did hear something like that. I did hear that. Yeah. Yeah. Have you heard about the um, potential supply chain shortage that's going to start because of the ad blue? Do you know what? Ad- Dude, yes, mm. I do. Yeah, we use yeah. it in machines at work. Mm. February, they reckon that's it. End of the story. Fuck. Dude, I, we have so much machinery that runs on it. I don't like it. It's pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah, because it goes in a separate tank, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. yeah. And if you... So, we've had to throw bulkies away. For those that don't know, a bulky is basically a thousand litre tank, right? It's a... a I think it's a cubic metre. Mm. It's in, like, basically. Anyway, um, we've had to throw them away because you, you can't have a blue in sunlight. As soon as it's exposed to UV, mm. it goes off. It yeah, starts tr- crystallising. Yeah, it's urea, so it all just dries up. Urine. Urea. Yeah, but urea is found in urine. Is it? Yeah. It's, it's or maybe we can just start pissing. Well, <laughs> hey, maybe that's what we do, man. No, a lot of them, you can just take it, the ad blue off and it, and it runs still, so... Well, that's what I'm thinking is like... I mean, we we have only had ad blue around for, what, 10 years, 15 years or something? It's not long, man. It's not long at all. So, how hard can it be for us just to stop using it like I mean I'd rather a bit of extra pollution than to have a fucking supply chain crisis well there I don't know about that but your options are either we um completely shut down the entire country because all the trucks are stopping then that's exactly what's going to happen because basically all transport now is run on mm. it so any any like freight uh, gets sent around all add blue um so they'll go down you know, I'm sure mining will find a way around it, but it doesn't look good for our emissions um, timeline that we got planned out. Mm. I don't know much about it. Yeah. You have to tell me. <laughs> Educate me. I, look, it's <clears throat> basically, I'm pretty sure, don't fucking quote me on this, but it's got, it's got to do with the Euro emissions standard. Oh, are you talking about the thing that everyone signed up for? It Was it in France? Yeah, 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 all the countries like got together and they had that um, the Paris Agreement. Is it's, that the it's one? the same reason why I'm not sure if that's the right one, but it's the same reason why like motorcycles, for example, have emission shortages every year. So like, or not shortages, but um, motorcycles have to meet a certain criteria. Okay. Every year until X date, I'm not sure what date it is, but um, so a lot of motorcycles are actually having to change the way their engines produce power and how much they make just to make standards, mm. um, whether that's a bigger exhaust or, or whatever, you know, that's what they're doing. So a lot of, uh, 
like a lot of manufacturers are having to trying to find ways around yeah trying to make less pollution <laughs> it's all part of it it's all part of the green thing you know yeah but this ad blue thing man China they're China loves screwing over Australia oh, man. man they're spending us over and then we're just like oh yeah I'll take it if you if China like I'm not saying like I'm, what I'm saying is if China just tomorrow just stopped existing like they just didn't exist do you think the world would be a better place I don't know about a better place. That's pretty. Funny. No, I don't mean You're like I don't, out no. here talking about genocide. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm saying at all. I'm just saying in a hypothetical situation, if they just weren't around, like, do you think that the mm. world would be a better place? Or I'm not. I'm, what I'm talking about is the like because the the whole world relies on them so much for supply, yeah. and then if you look at the way that they do business over there, it's not very humane. No, well, they they come from a, a country that's just their the entire history is based on war and tribalism. Realistically, you know, like um, yeah, the the golden era of of uh, their time and whatever else. So I don't know, man. Like I do think that all countries should be sufficient in themselves. I mm. hate the idea that we're stuck behind this whole thing of like oh China produces it cheap so we're gonna mm. do it there I think like build your own country up you know what I mean mm. and then so what so e- export what you don't need or mm. or whatever but don't send out all of our resources over to be completely run over there you know it's interesting because if you if you talk about you know I think I'll, I'll, if you if you look to the public a lot of the a lot of people are, you know it's like capitalism versus socialism that's what people yeah. are pitting and you'll never find someone that is more pro-capitalist than me, but the problem, like the, the biggest, one of the biggest problems with with capitalism, um, is the fact that they can exploit these places like China, and there's nothing, and because of the model of capitalism, there's really nothing you can do without it, without, sorry, about it, without socialist intervention, which basically is the government right like if 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 people if they can get things cheaper from china then that's what they're gonna do and if every single person in australia uh, sorry every business in australia is getting their supply from china and they're not really incentivized as purely as a business model i'm not saying moral ethics nothing to do with that just purely as business model they're always going to get you know supply from china and it's never going to work as a benefit to the country itself, if that makes sense. Yeah, you say that, like, so basically capitalism itself relies on, like, buying something cheap and selling it for an expensive price. Well, I mean, the thing is, is is the market always finds a way. Like, if, that's that's why I said, like, do you think China, it would be better off if they just, for some reason, they just disappeared tomorrow. They weren't around, right? Because... What's going to happen is we're going to have a crisis, not absolutely no doubt, but we're then going to start producing our own goods in Australia and yeah. and that we're going to be a stronger economy because of it. But we rely on China so much that, you know, if China wants to pull the plug, then what do we do? That's a good question, man. I don't really know enough about the process of manufacturing, but I do know that 
like everything that was in Australia that was manufacturing has just slowly disappeared over the time, like over the yeah over the last twenty years even yeah you know, like all our car manufacturers are gone yeah. now. Like, like it's yeah because if you really think about it, like you know, you might love or hate Holden, but they're fucking iconic. Like yeah. everyone in Australia yeah. knows them. And Ford would not be what they are without Holden and vice versa. In Australia specifically. In Australia specifically. Oh yeah, Ford's huge in America. Yeah, we all know yeah. that. Um, but they still got bailed out the, by the government numerous times before they, you know, they disappeared. Um, but we all want them around, but they just couldn't survive, right? And that's because they were competing against every other car manufacturer that was in Australia that was either owned overseas or had their manufacturing done overseas. So they tried to, you know, keep that Australian dream, whereas Australian owned, made, but they just couldn't cut it. But that, but that comes down to the consumer, bro. Because like, well, you vote with that the money, mean, don't you? Yeah, exactly. So yeah. the reason why Holdens is not around anymore is because people aren't buying Holdens. That's that's essentially what it comes down to, you know. People are buying. People look at these luxury car brands like Mercedes, Audi, BMW, German car makers. Yeah. And they look at that as quality. And even if, like, for example, the VF Commodore come out, all the the same features and yeah. better, whatever, but it doesn't meet that same Ooh. luxury standard to them. So, that and and they don't buy it. And then, yeah. like, let's say, even if it's like a, I don't know, uh, um. A mileage thing, you mm. know. People aren't buying the, the was it is it the Barina, the Barinas, the, the whole Barina. Yeah, is that the small one, the small car they have? I yeah, that was yeah, little gay one. Yeah, that one. <laughs> no, but like people aren't buying the Barina. <laughs> they're buying they're buying like the the Toyota Yaris. Yeah, yeah. You know, or the yeah. Prius or something. Yeah, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, they started towards the end of their life. They started um, manufacturing over in Korea. I mean, I think it's the, the Holden Cruise. The last... Are you talking about the last one that they had? Nah, like, what I'm saying is, like, towards the end of their life, like, as as a company, they started outsourcing overseas. Like, I'm pretty sure the Holden Cruise was made and designed in Korea. Really? But it just had a Holden logo on it, so... Yeah, right. But yeah. in saying that, a lot of the old models have been like that. Like, um, there's old, there's old models that... Uh, oh, I think it's EH. Again, don't quote me, man. I can't remember this shit so long ago. But I'm not a big car person, um, honestly. Like I think it's the EHEK that was um also made for Opal as well and sold in Europe. Mm. Same exactly the same. You can even buy a grill that's got like an Opal grill mm. and just chuck it straight in your home. Because mm. it's the same car. It's mm. just and they come out with like a hatch version that we never had and mm. um like we've had plenty of models being sold for you know so the car manufacturers and whatnot. Mm. Even that, actually, even the VS Commodore was sold to Toyota at a certain point, and um, they're called uh, Toyota Lexans, and it's the same, exactly the same car. It's got a new badge on it. it says mm. Toyota, which I think is quite funny. You know, even on the on the engine, same. It's got a Holden engine, but yeah. it says Toyota on it. Like, <laughs> you know, like yeah, I don't know. But people aren't spending the money on it. That's that's where the problems lie. Is that people don't, weren't buying them. And that's why they go out of business. Well, know? that's how business works, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you hear you have this big uproar. Oh, I can't believe Holden's is going away. And the same person that says that has a 
has a Mercedes in the driveway or a Toyota or it's always it's it's never a hot it's never like a Merc it's always a Toyota or something like that yeah dude yeah or Hyundai because what I think what a lot of people I don't know about you but I find a charm in just like a just a plain V8 like a fucking holding a V V Commodore you know I just yeah like over like Mercs and shit like that like there's there's always going to be a a market for just those Basic V8s where it's just, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's a like, real Aussie thing as well, yeah, though, isn't yeah. it? It's very like Aussie, or I guess you could call it American even. You yeah, know, Aussie American sort of culture has that like, oh, V8 is yeah. like the thing, the big, the best, yeah. the best. And the Europe, the Europeans just they just want everything in it, you know? Yeah. You with the BMWs and the Mercs, they just want every single feature. Like, oh my god, look my fucking windscreen lights up with like, who gives a shit, man. <laughs> How fast can it go? <laughs> yeah, well, I guess that's... Maybe the culture's changing, though, you know? Like, what once was will not always be. Yeah. Yeah, comfort, like Uber Eats, you know? Uber Eats, man. Just like, <laughs> go. Or DoorDash, whatever. I don't know. Yeah. I don't use any of the others. I only use Uber Eats. But I will say, best fucking thing ever. What an age we live in when you can just order whatever the fuck you want. You know what I mean? I, I've got Korean on the way right now. You know? Yeah. What? If you even told me 10 years ago I could order Korean to my door, I would be like, it's, that, it's, not, it's, it's not like a basic... You're not like getting a sausage roll in a pie. Like, you're actually getting... I saw what you're getting, man. And it was just like... You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like man. a full-on meal. Like, yeah, it's man. amazing. Like, so, shit yeah. that you, would eat, you normally eat at a restaurant. But... I, that's what I was saying as well. It's just like how we can have all these modern conveniences and we'll still complain like, oh, it's taking fucking 30 minutes to get here. And we'll fucking still manage <laughs> yeah. to complain where you got like people over in other, uh, Africa and shit that like are lugging water on their backs like fucking 10 kilometers away. Yeah, I've got a problem with that though. If you have to walk 10Ks to the fucking water, <laughs> move your house, mate. All right. It's not like they got these nice brick houses. You move your village. You know what I mean? Move the mud village over to the fucking the water source. <laughs> I wonder you know? if that one's going to make the cut. <laughs> it is, right? I tell you, man. That's what you got to do. Oh, man. I don't know why people decide, like, oh, oh Well, no. because they run the fucking wells dry, you wanker. That's how it works. Water doesn't... It's not... It's a finite resource. Maybe like. the... Maybe the hippos live close. Dude, hippos are scary, man. Yeah, man. But so cute. I love hippos. I'm a real fan of a hippo, you know? Those things are fucking crazy, though. Most people killed in the world, like... Yeah. Yearly. Hippos. Have you seen that one where there's, there's like that pot of them or whatever, I don't know what you call them, family of them, like in the water, one of it, and this guy's on his boat, and then it goes underwater, and then it, um, <clears throat> he knows he knows he's getting chased, so he's just fucking guns on his boat, and this hippo is like meters away from just fucking taking a chunk out of his boat, Fuck eh? Fuck that, dude. Like they're, they're that, the, I think they're the most territorial animal in the world. Yeah, I've like they see that. you, and you fucking better get out of there, man. And you bet your ass they can run faster than you on land as well. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. very underrated. People don't yeah. understand how deadly the hippo is, man. Especially, it just looks so cute, though. Yeah, I just want to smush its nose or something. I just want to yeah. know how they can run so fast because they're like 
fat and their legs. But are them. they? Maybe it's all muscle and they've got that thick, leathery skin like on like a... Yeah. You know, on like that 50-year-old woman you see down at like Semaphore Beach and she got that leather skin. Oh, man. You know what I mean? Like that leather skin and it's like looking all shiny, but it's not... She ain't got no tan on. It's like... Like real leathery. She looks like a purse. <laughs> She's that Louis Vuitton bag, <laughs> She's a Louis Vuitton bag. Oh, man. I feel bad for him, but they love it, so it's fine. Yeah. Actually, I went down to the Palais the other week. I know, we're completely off topic today, but... I don't know what the fuck we're um, even meant to be talking oh, about yeah, today. We'll get to that in a minute, but um, we we went down to the Palais, and for anyone that doesn't know, Semaphore, the Palais, is grab a granny. You know, it's always been Grab called. A granny. It's always been called that. Do you know, never heard of that before? It's always been called that, bro. Because you used to be able to go down the semaphore and get yourself a granny whenever you wanted. That was the thing. Gr- granny fannies. It's okay. <laughs> fine. <laughs> I can't comment because one day I'm gonna be old and I'm gonna have a granny and that's gonna be my missus. Yeah. Whoever. She's gonna have a fanny. Yeah, she will have a fanny. She'll have a granny fanny. Stop, <laughs> <laughs> man. I'm too old for this shit. Too, too old for this shit nah, now. Wait till you have a fucking granny, mate. <laughs> I'm too young, man. Anyway, we went down there, and sure enough, I, I was saying it to Eilish when we were on the way. I was like, you know, this place used to be called Grab, grab a Granny, and she was laughing with me. And sure enough, we're getting there, and there's just a table, like a couple of tables here and there, of some grannies, man. With that leathery skin in there, like <laughs> Louis Vuitton, the Louis Vuitton girls that all sitting in there, like I was like, shit, what are we gonna do? But I was right. I was, it was, it was great. I, I love being right. It's a problem I have. Well, like everyone likes being right. Come on, man. Mm. Anyway, all right, let's get on to well, we even plan to talk about. So we had a plan. I have a plan. Oh, I know okay. you might have a plan, but I have a plan. I met Jason back in, like, what, what was it, like, 2016? Yep, something like that. Nah, nah, two, 17, I reckon. Nah, no, it was 16. Back to final, it, was, uh, it was back then. It was, a, it was a long time ago. Yeah, it was a while ago. You know? We were, 16, yeah. It was 16. Yeah, and we, uh, look, refer back to episode three of the podcast. Uh, I think it's Pyramid Schemes and MLMs, our latest scam. They are a scam. Uh... <laughs> For disclosure, they are a scam. Yeah, so we were actually in Carson together, man. Tell me that, about that experience. Like, all right, so we meet at a party. At the pub. Was it the pub we met? Yeah, with... Uh, What's the next pub? The old mate. What's the next the, pub, the, bro? You remember that fellow who was a bit weird? <laughs> Which one, man? You know, the big guy? Oh, yeah, you... <laughs> Yup, I know who you're talking about. Oh, yeah, man. I know who you're talking about, man. He was a... Old mate was a strange guy. Still is a strange guy. Mm. Still is a strange guy. You still talk to him? No, I haven't spoken to him in years. Okay. Long time. Long time. Like, did, he, did he always want to have sex with you as well? He will always be trying to like, yeah, you, hit me up, bro. To, oh. He's like, I always want to hang out, but... Yeah. No, I mean, I'm good. It's 2 a.m. Like, <laughs> I know what this is about, bro. And, like, I tried to... I'm not... I'm not like that, bro. He's like, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. But then he'll, like, try and hug you for a little bit too long. Yeah. You know, like... <laughs> I don't know, man. You, <laughs> I love it. Too you long. catch up. You like... Because I like to give him... I like to give someone a hug. Like, hey, yeah. how you doing? You know? And, um... 
yeah, I, I like, oh, how you going, mate? And then he wants to hold on. Yeah, and then he just like grabs your ass and gives you a kiss on the cheek. I think that's funny that, or something. That's sexual assault, man. Yeah. I feel assaulted, you know what I mean? You got a jail, You got a jail. You got a jail. But, yeah, I'm, I've spoken a long time. He just, because he used to just, oh, you know the fuck out of me with his messages, like, Hey, how are you? Hey, hello, hey, hi, sup. hey, hello, sup, man. Sup, man. Hey, man, oh, yeah, yeah, man. and then you would reply to him and be like, yeah, good and you? Yeah, good, and that'll be it. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> it. <laughs> and then literally like two to three hours later, yeah, yeah sup, man, and you'd be like, I was just playing along with it because I just wanted to see how it would, it, how it would progress, and it was be all the time. always the same. And if you didn't reply, don't fucking matter, a few hours later, Hey, <laughs> it's just like, bro. It's like a cringy simp bro. that like always hits up a chick or something, you know. But he does. No, that's everyone. what we were to him. It's so yeah, true. Yeah, we were, the, <laughs> we were the girls, bro. That's how I feel, ladies. I'm so true. sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> that is an awful experience. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm. I tend to agree with you, man. That is messed up, hey. If that's how they've got it, man, fuck me. Yeah, look, I've got some sympathy for the girls out here, you know? Mm. Like, they're going to deal with all this bullshit. Stop. Can't imagine how bad it gets. <laughs> oh. Hey. Why don't you like me? Like, just hell simp shit. I fucking I've never been it. like that, eh? Like, nah, same, man. I'm so, and I'm fucking glad I have that level of self-awareness, because fucking hell, man. It must be so shit, like, being that way, like... Like, oh, man. I remember I used to get friend-zoned all the time when I was in high school. Like, all the fucking time. Always get friend-zoned and shit. And, uh... It, oh, it used, it used to get to me heaps, bro. I got... It was so bad. Like, I could never get a girlfriend, you know what I mean? It was rough times, man. Bro, I feel you. And, like... <laughs> I feel you, mate. I've never had a yeah. girlfriend since you've ever known me. That's I've true, been single eh? for a very long time. Yeah, but are you still you still playing the field though, right? You're not simping out. Oh, again. I don't. Yeah, no, I'm not a virgin. Yeah, so you're probably doing all right. Come on, man. Are you yeah. doing all right? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. This, so what is this fucking? Is this the hot? Are you okay? Like, <laughs> no, it's not the same, man. You know what I mean? No. I was like, I was like. Friend zone. Oh, and you weren't getting like, pussy. Yeah, and I was getting nothing, bro. <laughs> it was rough as. So I, I like got out of high school and then girls started thinking I was attractive one day and I went back I slept with all those girls that used to pick on me man did you fucking I won't say that what you spit in their mouths sometimes yeah okay good that's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, not not in a disrespectful way some girls are into it I want to say like I had a girl yeah oh. go on yeah, fuck it. It's fine. She'll probably watch this. She probably won't um, watch it. No, yeah. she probably will. You reckon? Yeah, she will. Um, she called me daddy. I want to know how I feel about the daddy. You know what? I didn't think I liked it until she was saying it. And then I'm like, that she ain't too bad. You can't You can't imagine the fact that like it could be your daughter. I don't think about it like that. I don't know. Like, I think if you actively thought about it like that, mm. it's like when you... Eat an egg and you think this is a fucking fetus, you're probably a little bit, you think it's a bit. No, gross. I'll smash the egg still. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the man that will be like, give me that egg still. I'm not yeah. gonna eat like Baloo from the Philippines, that's some messed up shit. 
What's that? That's the that's the egg, but it has the chicken inside still. Oh no shit! Yeah, and you can get like different um, weeks. So like you get like eight week one or like twelve week. Egg. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, I'm not sure if that's actually the weeks, but I know you can get the egg weeks, and you and that that's what you that's what you have to have. It's it's messed up. Like the whole chicken is there, bro. Mm. It might be duck actually. I'm not sure, but I know that. The little birdie is in the egg, and you eat that. Yeah, eat I fucking get it. All right, I get it. <laughs> okay, you want, right. you want to be anyone? Yeah, go back there. Go back. <laughs> I don't. I don't think. I don't know about the thing. Look, go to episode. If you guys are listening, go to episode uh, three. No, episode four with Eilish and Lily. I talk about my brother sister story about a girl that had a strange fantasy. Um, so you oh. know, I'm a facilitator. You know what I mean? I'll do it, but I'm not going to necessarily like saying some weird shit. You know, but I'll do it at least once. You know? <laughs> <laughs> at least once. Yeah, right. I'm, I'm going to play someone's fantasy. Sure, why not? But like within my own realm of capabilities, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I'm not going to change my sexuality for someone else. Like, Yeah. I'm still going to have to try and find the hot in it somewhere for me. You know, but I'll do There's it. There's got to be something in it for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm not going to call, like... No, I, I apologise. But I'm not going to call, like, a bush pig. Uh, like, oh. you know, I don't know, baby or something. Because she's got a daddy fetish. Do you feel like, um, as you've grown older, your standards have changed significantly? Mm, like, I don't no. know about you, but when I was younger... Anything was a goal. Nah, nah, I've never been like that. Nah, no, nah, never been like that. Always well, not like. anything, but like, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know. <laughs> no, you did me anything, cunt. No, I'm not never, literally no, anything. I never had that any holes a goal thing ever. Nah, no, I never had that. It changed. It cha- I look back now at like some girls that I got with and think, why did I do that? Yeah, but it wasn't because like. It was just a whole like. Have you never? I just genuinely been like, like that person. Have you never just been like really drunk and you just ended up with someone you're just like, what the fuck? No, I never had that, bro. No? Never, never, never been through that experience. Be grateful. <laughs> no, 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 I just know. Like I can. You still have that in, in like intuit, like not intu- is it intuition the right word? I wouldn't say intuition. No. You have the. I, I have enough thinking. yeah I have enough understanding <laughs> as like a full grown adult to know what to put my dick in. But that's what I was just saying. Was you when know. you're younger, not when you're full. Nah, even when I was adult. a teenager, man. I remember this. Is, you know what? This will be an interesting story for you. I was gonna lose my virginity. I was as like when I was fifteen. Yeah. And as this girl, um, sixteen, I reckon. Yeah. Is this girl? I didn't even lose it that day, but yeah. this girl, I had a massive crush on her. And um, she was well developed for the age, you know. That's all I'm gonna say. Well developed. She was just well developed for that age. And I remember, man. I was like this close to putting it in. Literally, we we're both nude. Everyone's ready to go. And I just went, you know, what? I can't do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I just couldn't do it. But it's because I didn't really find her attractive. Like I didn't. Was she not attractive, or was it just she was alright? But it wasn't like I would. I just didn't think she was that like, great. So I was just like, I was like, I'm good. And I, I stopped myself. I didn't do anything oh, ever. I never, I don't God. think I ever spoke to her again, really. It was very awkward. Yeah, you probably. 
It's very awkward later, bro. What do you, what do you, what do you just say the next day? What's up, man? <laughs> hey. Yeah, well, I don't know, man. <laughs> just message it to you yeah, three times up. a day. Hey, hey, I don't know, man. Like I just didn't end up in it, and then it was like two years later I lost it. So I was, it was a year, and, it was a year and a bit. Yeah. So that's and, and like, have you spoken about how you lost it on the podcast yet? I don't think I have spoken about how I lost it. Oh, we're gonna put it out there. Okay, come on, oh, man. It's pretty bad. Nah, it's not That's that bad. exactly what these people want, uh, man. <laughs> I, I might have spoken about a violation and that. Yeah, I don't know. She likes hearing my weird sex stories. Anyway, all right. So we've got these. Um, my dad had these girls staying over at the time because they needed a place to stay. <laughs> wow, that started off really bad. Yes, yeah, so it's like <laughs> all I heard was my dad. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> So like his his um a friend of his it was like his her niece and they her and her friend needed a place uh. to stay and like there's no spare beds in the house but that I do have a very big bed so I was they just slept in my bed with me right and I was like sixteen at the time and um that must have been awesome yeah I thought it was pretty good <laughs> I was pretty happy you know what I mean and um does your dad know the story. Yeah, of course, man. My dad knows everything. Oh, good. I tell him, I tell him everything. Um, this is actually, look, this is something I was ashamed, for, ashamed of for a very long time. But um, I slept with this girl and uh, I was very sick at the time. I was, I had like a really bad flu. And um, I sat, I just laid there. She just worried me for like, it was like an hour. You know, I just never, it's so hard to actually finish. I was so nervous. Um, and then I found out like, that the reason why they were staying at the house was because dad was trying to save him and look out for him because these girls have been in fucking like basically being sex trafficked for like the last like five years. What? Yeah, bro. Wow. So like the girl that I lost my virginity to actually was like a well she was she was a prostitute man yeah she was a she was a working girl you know but not by choice that just happened to be you know what she'd been forced to do and so my my old man was uh, trying to help these girls out, you know. And um, I didn't pay for it. <laughs> no. <laughs> to make sure that's clear. Um, it's all consensual. Uh, but, yeah, I, I'd never... She, yeah, they stayed with us for, like, a few weeks. And then um, after that, i never really seen them ever again, eh? Mm. And um, I don't even know what she's doing now. I, don't, I, think, I think my dad ended up getting her out of the industry entirely. He sent her to another state or something. And um, wow. he really helped her out, but... I was ashamed of that for many years because of the stigma behind. Well, how the fuck were you meant to know? You're just a young dude, like. Yeah, I was just, I was just young then. I don't yeah. know. You know, and all my mates, all my mates found out. And they fucking tease me all the time about it, and they ripped into me all the time. Really? Like, yeah, like oh yeah, yeah, you had to sleep with a fucking a prostitute and all this. Like, I was like, whatever, man. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I didn't care about that. Mm. Like, I liked her for the person that she was. Like, I don't care. About what anyone does for a living or or their past, you know. If you're a good person, good human to me, then that's it. It's just the end of yeah. conversation. You know what I mean? If you if if you ruin that and show me a different side, that's another story. But until then, I'll give you the complete benefit of the doubt. You know mm. what I mean? Everyone deserves a second chance. That's right. Um, but yeah, I, I carried that for many years, man. It's like I, I think I only. I think Eilish was the first person I actually told besides my old friends group. And um, 
I told her about it and told her how I had shame of it and stuff. And um, I think and I think a lot of that was because I was teased so hard by my mates. And there's a there's like a stigma with that as well about sleeping with a girl that is like it was an escort. And especially for your first time, for whatever reason, there's like a big stigma there. Mm. And I, t- I told Eilish and she was just like, she's so cool, man. She just like, yeah, I totally get it. I understand. Like, you know what I mean? She was like, you know, you shouldn't feel ashamed. And like, she made me feel better about it. But it helped me open up and helped me understand. Um, like, maybe that's why I actually tend to... Um, lean towards the sex industry and the things that I'm into is because my first sexual experience mm. happened to be with someone that was in that sort of industry. You know what I mean? Right. So like a lot of my friends are, have either stripped before or they do some form of um, exotic dancing or maybe, whether it be pole dancing, burlesque, whatever it may be, you know, or maybe it's BDSM friends of mine that uh, ain't into Shibari. You know, I do Shibari. Um, it maybe that's where it all started though was back there mm. you know I think that's that's probably one of the starting points man yeah definitely so changes your perspective eh yeah def- like, for you, sure yeah like this it's a bit of a different subject but same principle as a guy that I um I work with um um he was he's been through a lot in his life man like he he was basically he was when he was a kid like um he didn't really I don't think he knows his dad his mum um is a is a is a junkie like heart was a heart yeah still she's still around yeah she's a hardcore junkie and basically um um sexually assaulted him like a lot when he was she was young he was younger and um but he she ended up losing custody she went he went through like the um the like child services. I'm not quite sure what it's called. Where like you know you like foster homes and stuff like that. Yeah. Found a foster home and then basically the first night he was fostered, he was again raped by the person that was meant to be looking after him. And then he um, went to the streets because he just obviously does, didn't felt like he was like 12 at this point. That was like his safe you know, option was you to know, be alone. Yeah, yeah, he had adults that were like. It meant to be parents that were sticking up, like needles in his arms and shit, all sorts of fucked up stuff, man. And it's like, I didn't. And he is, I like, I could go on for fucking hours <laughs> about his story, man. He's told me so much. Like, he's the most interesting character. But you know what? He's the no. He's the most generous person I've ever met. Right? Like. He's constantly, like, every single lunch break, he's got someone that I've never met that he's going out to lunch with that's, like, a former, like, recovering addict that he's trying to help. Every single Saturday, he's going out to um, to the city to feed the homeless. You know, he knows every, like, homeless person in the city named, like, by first name basis. Like, he walks through the city and he has to stop every 10 minutes because... Of, Someone recognizes him. That man is right? protected in the city. Yeah. Oh right? yeah, yeah. That's what I've always thought. Yeah, yeah, dude. And it's like you know he's had like the probably one of the worst upbringings I've ever heard of, and he is the nicest person that I've also ever heard of as well. And it's like you know you can always take an experience, um, and what you do with it is entirely up to you. 
Absolutely. I, I, that's what I think anyway. I mean, I'm, I'm privileged in the sense that I've never really had terrible trauma in my life. I think we've all had some level of trauma, but, you know, I, I think I'm pretty grateful for what I do have and the upbringing I have had. But, man, that's just... It, it really does shape you, doesn't it? And, like, learning from other people's experience, you know, that's humbled me a lot just by knowing who he is, what he's been through, and the person and the character that he has. Yeah. And I would say it's probably similar for you and this these people that you were talking about um, earlier. Wait, who you yeah, lost look, I, I had quite an interesting upbringing. Um, my dad touches on a bunch of it, oh, the very surface-level stuff. In episode one, meet dad. Um, but a, a lot of the people that were around, were around us at the time were um, drug addicts and, and junkies. And um, yeah, I, I grew up in quite an interesting scenario, you know. It's, and all my friends from back then are all users and addicts now. Uh, and I, I still to this day, I, I touch drugs. Like I don't do, I don't do illicit drugs or psychedelics or anything. Really. I do, I do drink alcohol and I do smoke cigars so you know shame cigars? on me but I'm getting some in man I want to get I want to get some nice ones for the podcast but um <laughs> it is happening um oh uh, yeah so I do think tra- trauma definitely shapes you and you you have a massive choice like do you do you let it mm. become you or do you do you uh, fight it you know like mm. I was lucky enough to have my father in in my world and they he, mm. and my mother that both told me to stay away from mm. all that stuff, you know. And um, even the people that were around me, it didn't it didn't matter because my parents, no matter what, always had mm. that that um, constant um, reinforcement of mm. don't do this, don't do this, don't do this. And I've, I've respected them so much, so I never had a problem listening to them like that, you know. And I still take it on board today. All the lessons they taught me, you know. Silver linings, man. You got to use them because otherwise you're gonna fucking you may as well die now. Mm. I always, I do find it funny though when I meet people that have like no trauma, no dead pets or anything, even like even on the the minuscule scale, like mm. a dead pet, mm. like not even have that. And I just think like, oh, you're gonna be ruined when mm. that happens, like mm. when anything happens. Mm. I had like a lot of death growing up personally, so from. Uh, very young age, you know, I was just losing family members left, right and center and mm. not just like any family member, it was like close ones, mm. you know, so I've got like one grandparent left, I've got one parent left really, you know, like one biological, well, I think we all have our own set of older, older people that we, call, we could call our parents even, um, you know, I, so I've got to experience a bunch of, a bunch of things to do with death and, uh, I could either let that shape me in a way that was negative and turn to um, things to help me forget, which I had done in the past when I lost my mother, turned to alcohol. And uh, I was an alcoholic for about two years, you know. That was, I'd just get so drunk every day. And like I'll, I'll be drinking like at least at least half a carton a day, usually, even after work. Mm. And then when I'm at home, I'll be just bottles, man. Probably go for like seven bottles in a week home. Wow. On my break. And like, I'll spend like three grand a weekend, man, uh, in town, you know, and I, and I use drugs. So you could just imagine how much my consumption is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we were, I was really getting fucked up. Were you ever tempted to go on drugs? No, nah, I never, 
Never had. Never even had a temptation. No. Wow. I've just seen too many people, man. I've seen too many people that I looked up to just hit that absolute bottom. And I know mm. that, I know now that it's not always like that and people mm. can do drugs recreationally and whatnot. You know, I know so many recreational users. I think everyone knows recreational users <laughs> or is one, it's, you yeah. know. It's, it's so common. It's funny, man. You, you won't ever see me smoking weed, but I'm fucking, if, if it's an LSD tab, I'm down. <laughs> It's just like, I just go from no extreme all the way just to... Uh, That's funny. But yeah. I don't know. Psych- psychedelic. I feel like psychedelics, like you have like different scales. Like you've got like pills, ice, all that kind of stuff. Like, I'm not even MDMA. I wouldn't even put that in that category. And then you've got like LSD, mushrooms, MDMA, and one, another category. I think... It's all, I think it's all just kind of thrown together and then you just say drugs, you know, mm-hmm. and people, people, you say, you can say any drug in that, like, and people will just, will just assume it's all as bad as each other. Well, I really don't think it I is. I could definitely say like heroin is probably a lot worse yeah. than uh, a tab <laughs> is, you know, yeah. or maybe, maybe meth is really bad for you long yeah. term than uh, some coke is, but yeah, you know, that's, I guess it depends though, doesn't it? What if that's your hook? What if you need a, a tab to survive a day? I don't know. Have <laughs> you met someone like that? Oh, I haven't, but no, maybe it's a thing. Of, there is a thing called microdosing, though. Yeah, that's become quite popular now, microdosing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've never never tried it personally, but I did actually, that's a funny story. I did have a friend who um, who went to work one day and he, he, he likes taking acid and like all of his housemates did, and one of them was microdosing. Right. So basically, you put the, you you mix it with like a, a large quantity of water. So like you have like a tab. I'm not quite sure how you dilute it, but it's all in a bottle of water. And um, he was heading to work, and he's just like, oh, I'll, I'll just take this bottle of water with me. And he just fucking no, obviously yeah. downed it. You know, probably in the first half of the day. And the entire day, he was trying to figure out why he <laughs> felt so weird. It's just like, I don't know, I've, I've felt like this before, but like, I don't know why I feel like, I just feel so weird. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, and then we got to work, I uh, got home, his housemate was just like, did you take my um, LSD water? He's like, oh. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that's just how it works. Like, from what I, my understanding is, is you're meant to take a very small amount based on your, um, your body weight a day. Mm. And then it's it's meant to help counteract like depression and, and there's a few other things, but there's still so much more research that needs to go into microdosing. Mm. You know, um, mm. they're talking about. I was listening to um, Theo Vaughn's podcast oh, a couple yeah. a couple of weeks ago, and um, he was talking to oh, I can't remember this this doctor's name, but um, they're actually starting to treat people with ketamine that have depression as a way of um, get like getting back to normal and, and using the ketamine to restructure pathways in your brain so that way you, um, you mm. start to think a different way, you know, sort of like mm. a, shifting your paradigm or whatever. Similar to what um, LSD does. Yeah, okay. It just changes the way, it literally changes your connections in your brain. It yeah. literally changes the way you think. Yes, yeah, same that's, sort of thing. So yeah, that's why... You know, all these people looking around going, what the fuck am I looking at all this shit that you can't see? It's just like, they're just in a different, like completely 
their their perspective is completely different to yours. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, perspective is everything. Perspective changes the way you see everything, but for sure, man. On LSD, that's a completely different story. Well, yeah. If we go back to let's go let's go back to the um, Kaizen. Kaizen. <laughs> I know, way off Jack, but. <laughs> That's um, what happens when old friends catch up, man. I know, it's been so yeah. long, man. It's it's so nice to catch up again. It's like the second time in, fuck, like three years or something. Yeah. It's been a long time, bro. Mm. Very mm. long time. So, anyway, we meet at the pub. And um, I'm telling you about that I'm literally <laughs> trading. That's all I'm doing for money. Yeah. And you were just like, what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> you you said to be bullshit or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You didn't believe me, and yeah. I, was, I showed you, and then you're like, you're basically like, I'm all in. Like, yeah. literally, as soon as I proved it to you, yeah, you're like, oh yeah, I'm done. You, you I got know. fucking sold, guys. I yeah. got sold. <laughs> I got sold, man. You got sold, bro. Yeah, that's a happen, man. <sighs> and we bring you in. You used to work so hard, man. You come in every day for mm. like six hours after work. And just work with me mm. and we'll just trade we'll yeah, just man. teach you how to trade don't regret a minute of it it's good man hey you've even taken it further than I have mm. so you know what I mean um if those obviously not many people will know this but um Jason after leaving us like leaving um like our little trading setup went on to make like we'll just say six figures mm. in the realm of six figures with uh in the crypto market you know Mm. Um, which is something I want to get onto. Maybe not today, but I do want to have a, a crypto crypto chat with you. Get people. It's, a, it's such a hard thing to get into mm. if you know nothing. There's just so much. Like the problem is, is there's just so much information where, like, you know, people on Instagram on like on all this like shit, and they're pushing all this fucking garbage, man. Well, people lose money because they. Because they chase the What's, like the quick the the high, you know, like yeah. oh you can make money by buying Dogecoin, like man, fuck off, like get oh if anyone tells me they have Doge in their portfolio, I don't talk to them. Bro, I'm so proud of you, man. <laughs> I remember I remember when we first started doing this shit. Yeah. And I remember telling you like, don't fucking listen to signals, bro. Whatever the fuck you do, don't listen to the signals. Don't fucking like make your own mind up. This stuff's gonna last. This shit, don't worry about it. You yeah. Know? And here you are, not even worried about the Dogecoin. Like, no. fuck your shit profits, mate. I'm going to make some, you know, make some yeah. real profits. Dude, very <laughs> proud moment right now. Thanks, bro. Oh, my heart's melted. <laughs> no, nah, it's like, it's the most important thing is like, people always talk about these random shit coins and, like, I mean, NFTs are here to stay. And I won't talk about it too much because I know you're going to do a podcast. We're going to do a separate yeah. day. Anyone that's listening now. Separate day for yeah. NFTs and crypto. Mm. It's definitely a new thing that's coming in. Mm. It's going to stay around for a long time. Absolutely. Essentially, though, just a quick brief. NFTs, as far as I'm aware, is basically digital art. Non-fungible token. That is... Um, yeah, but it's digital art, really. That's what you buy. That's, that's what... That's what's getting... That's a narrative that's getting pushed, but it's a lot more than yeah, that. Yeah, but it's, it's linked in with um, Ethereum. Is it's Ethereum? Yeah, 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 yeah. ERC20. Yes. Yeah, yeah, so there's, there's a way it's linked in with, with crypto. Mm. Essentially, it's just a new form. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah. that's, that's what you're buying. You're buying some... Whether or not you're going to make money from it, I don't know. Like, I'm sure there's pe- plenty of people that are out there saying, like, oh, I made 
yeah. 100k off of this fucking this NFT. But, but for every person that made 100k, there's probably 50 people that lost 10. So you know, like, exactly. Yeah. If there's a buyer, there's a seller. Mm-hmm. If there's someone winning, there's mm-hmm. someone losing. It's just mm-hmm. how the it's how the game works. If you have fear of missing out, you're gonna lose money. So buy what works. Do your research. Look for the credible companies and just do that. And that's it. Yeah. Just like just the stock market. Shit. Hey, that's mm. that's the thing. Mm. We've got to realize, like, hundred percent. You got to do it yourself. If you if you're sitting here waiting for someone to give you all the answers, you're never gonna have the answers. That's right. You know, you gotta, you you're always yourself. gonna be a step behind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I remember when I used to trade. Old, uh, old, only naked trade. Mm. And like for anyone that doesn't know what naked trading is, is essentially look at you look at a chart, and then you literally just draw up lines, resistance. Yes, yeah, support. Resistance, support. I'm looking at Fibonacci retracements, Fibonacci levels. Is it's a lot of shit. Like it's, it's hard to even get into right now. You know, I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking for different um, patterns. In, in like in my candles I'm, I'm looking for reversals I'm, I'm looking for overall overall views I'm not looking for oh what did Jeff say to sell what did Jeff say to buy you know I'm doing it all myself all live I'm not getting anyone's help I'm not getting any um, indicators from I'm not paying for an indicator to tell me when to buy and sell because the computer can't be as fast as what I can either you know if you've got a if you've got a setup a computer setup or a bot that's going to buy and sell based on your algorithm, based off what you want to do. Sure, that's different. But if you're waiting on an indicator to show you when to buy and sell, you're too late. Mm. You're already too late. You don't mm. know. You know? Um, so, yeah, we're, we're in Kaizen together. Um, dude, what a scam that was. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that pretty much sums it up. <laughs> yeah, like, dude, I'm going to say this. Any, any MLM or any pyramid scheme you're in, because if you're in an MLM, don't fucking try and tell me you're not in a pyramid scheme. That's what you're in. I've done two of them now. I know they're pyramid schemes. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't say that proudly. I say that like... I'm I a fucking, fucking idiot. Know. Yeah, I'm an idiot. Then you don't be an idiot. You know what I mean? I did make money, but I also didn't feel very good morally. You know? I lost money too. I would say... I, I wouldn't say I lost money. I would say I probably broke even in the end. After everything, mm-hmm. trading separately, that's different. Mm-hmm. I lost a lot of money, but <laughs> but just off of the model of marketing, the pyramid scheme shit, I'll probably break even. Mm. I'll be very close to breaking even. Uh, and that's with both the companies that I run with. We're in Kaizen together. Kaizen was essentially a, uh, a uh, like a training academy. <laughs> it's like going to college or uni or something, but for trading. And it was like a really shit version of that. You know what's funny? That entire company, I mean, it was already going tits up. Yeah. But what was a na- the whole nail in the coffin is one single trade. Oh, bro, I still remember it. One single trade. And you know what's funny? It was and like... G- GBP cat. So, Great British Brown versus... I thought it was Eurocat. I swear. Nah, I don't think it's Eurocat, man. I'm pretty sure it's GBP cat, bro. I could text Mark right now be, and ask him. Yeah, ask him, bro. <laughs> no. Do we do? Do you reckon he would know? Do you reckon he'll oh, he will remember, mate. He's got like post-traumatic stress disorder from it. I wonder how much he lost. I lost... I'm not going to say how much. I'm going to say he's in the tens of thousands, though. I'm not going to say a specific number, but I'm going to say that. Lost everything on that fucking trade. Thanks to a fucking signal. <laughs> he, will, he will know, mate. 
Everyone, I... I look, look forward to see what he says. Uh, do you talk to him still? Often? Yeah, occasionally. Not heaps, but yeah. I haven't spoken to him in yeah. years he's, now. He's in, he's in IM. He's been smashing IM. Oh yeah, also another scam. iMarket's live. Don't fucking do it. <laughs> I'm fucking shit on him right now. <laughs> fucking scam, bro. Any of these, any of these companies try and tell you I'm going to teach you how to trade. They're fucking all scams. If they taught you how to trade, you would be buying... And like you would be buying an information pack and that would be the end of the story but they don't fucking sell you information pack they sell you information pack plus I'm going to sell you oh make sure you follow this trainer oh make sure you do this trades make sure you do that you never fucking learn anything how are you going to be able to walk on your own two feet if you're still busy following them I know for a fact that that man that we're just talking about after a couple of years and how he's making it, we're still fucking trading like fucking um, like 0.02 lots. Micros? Yeah, bro. He's putting micro bits. It's two micros, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. yeah what, what were they? Mini, oh, no, minis. Mini, They're micro, minis. Or mini, macro. Mini, micro, and then you got standards. Standards, yeah. 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 He's doing minis still, bro. Why would you even bother? I don't know, bro. I don't know what Why he's doing. Why would you bother doing that? Because he's selling the fucking company. That's what it's about. Because these these companies get you scammed in. And then they put you in this predicament like, oh, it's it's because you want to show people how to make it, man. Support your local small business. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> you know what I mean? I'll support, I, I love supporting small businesses. Right? Oh, sadly, we've lost, uh, we've lost that video. These companies are trying to sell you you, like the, a, a subscription-based model to their company, which means that they don't want you to fucking know how to do what you want. Like, you know what I mean? And, and that guy, he said, yeah, he's selling micro lots, man. Like, he's still putting micro lots on his trades. Mm. Like, it's fucking pathetic. Why would you even bother sticking around? I don't know, man. You know what I mean? Like, I want to be making actual money in the market. They suck you. These companies suck you in. They they want you to feel bad. They want you to. They sell you the dream, you know, all these companies have the same shit going on. Oh, give to our charity. Like every sale goes, X amount goes to our charity that helps foreign kids build a school or some shit. Like, bullshit. You know, most charities, most charities are scams in themselves anyway. Oh, yeah, that that I know. I've been in the, I've been in the um, face-to-face marketing game for a lot of years and I can tell you that. Those guys that stand in the shopping centers give like almost none of it to the charities. Yeah, so for the first year, you sign up with any of those companies that are in the supermarkets. Yeah. They don't have to give a single dollar to the charity. Basically. It's the second year. The second year, the money goes to them. Yeah. And it's only a small percentage. It's not even like a big percentage. It's a small percentage goes to the the charity. The next year, it's got nothing to do with them. That's fucked up. That's fucking shocking, man. Isn't it? Yeah. Um... I mean, I get that they need to make money, but fuck, man. Like, there's... Dude, I used to know guys yeah. that would work in that shit, and they sell that shit, like, sell charity stuff in the supermarkets, and they'll make wicked commission. These guys are pulling in, like, five grand a week. Yeah, you make... Yeah. Man, do not feel sorry for those guys that Never. yell, yell at you in shopping center. Dude, yeah. they, they deserve your hate. <laughs> yeah, they do. I fucking... They make fuckloads of money and they give yeah. none of it to the charity. Yeah, man. I Every time I see them in the shopping centre, because I know what they're about, I know yeah. the real shit that goes you on, just... I just... <laughs> yeah, I look at them with such disgust, like, fuck off, cunt. You know what I mean? Like, that's the, like a real hatred for them. 
You know what I mean? Like, just think it's pathetic to what it's they do. It's just like anything. They just prey on dumbasses. They do, yeah. They, they yeah. want you to spend money. They want you to, they want yeah. you to spend your dumb money. It is, it's, you know what's funny? Because, like, in all my years, I have so much experience in door-to-door sales mm. and standing in shopping centers. But I have no fucking pity for any of them. Like, yeah. like if they if they talk to me in a shopping center, nah, I'm right, mate. Cheers. Like, like yeah, I, I'm like the biggest cunt to them, and I have and I've done so much of it. You no, know, when I used to <laughs> when I used to do the pyramid scheme shit, I would actually talk to them because I'll try and sign them up. Oh yeah. It would work too, man. I remember this one guy, this one kid, dude. Yeah. I was doing um. This is back when I was doing like promo modeling shit, mm-hmm. and I was doing, working for Coke at the time. And um, there's this guy, there's these two blokes selling, selling fucking some charity crap. He's mm. like, oh, what else do you do, man? You can't just be doing this for money. I was like, nah, dude, I also do this on the side. And um, dude, I signed that man up. I signed that man <laughs> up for a membership, you know, go and start selling and shit. Like, dude, they're so easily sold to. I just like to test them, you know, because I know how to sell. Mm. And I like to see people fail in front of me. I don't mm. know why, but I really take a lot of enjoyment in that. So I'm just sadistic there, like, motherfucker. Yeah, I'm just like, hey, like, show me how bad you gotta do, you know, I'll try and sell me, bitch. I really enjoy that. We're in Kaisen together. Look, that ended up going tits up. So, yeah, look, GVP CAD or EuroCAD, I don't know which one it was. I'm pretty sure it was GVP CAD. It was definitely EuroCAD. I don't know, man. If I see the chart, I'll tell you what it is straight up. <laughs> And uh, anyway, I, I lost I lost five figures. This is my daily trading account. Lost everything basically. Had to fucking had to start from scratch, man. Went back into the like my old industry that I used to work in and start all over again. Um, but it taught me a big lesson, man. It took me lots of lessons, you know. I st- a step stood back, reevaluated everything, tried to understand, you know, where I went wrong, why I went wrong. Mm. And then I, I actually I actually stopped trading entirely. Like I stopped. I didn't get involved in crypto. I didn't get involved in trading again. No stock market. Just pulled everything out. And I was like, I need my sanity more than I need the money. You know, completely humbled me, man. And my all of my um, priorities changed because it used to be all about get this money, get this money, get this money. Mm. And it, it's still about get this money, but it's comes with the price and I understand what the price is mm. and I'm only prepared to give up so much of the price now. You know, whereas before it was like all or nothing. Mm. And um, perhaps perhaps that's a good thing to have sometimes and you always see these like um, amazing stories about people actually making it. Mm. You never hear the stories about the people that don't. Mm. You know what I mean? But I'm happy to say I'm one of those people that just didn't happen to make it in that field. And... Um, you know, I made mistakes. I could definitely learn from them. And I will. You know, it's not something I'm going to stay away from forever. But I know where what position I need to be in first before I'm actually okay mm. with sacrificing oh, yeah. everything now. You know, like that's that's really what it is. Mm. Yeah. I know people that... I know this one guy in Adelaide. Right? I'm not going to mention his name, but he fucking sells signals for free. Right? He doesn't even sell signals. He just gives signals away for free. Right? This man... Reckons he had over 600k in crypto, yeah? Puts it all on the Tyson Fury fight, dude. What? Yeah. Tyson versus Woodley. Put it all on Woodley, bro. No, he didn't. He reckons he lost over 500k on Woodley. 
Why are people so stupid? I don't know, man. He's, he's got some issues. Like... But and, then, I, don't and I, just, I just think of myself, bro. And a lot of people follow him, man. A lot of people follow him. He's got like a really big name in the uh, in the music industry in Adelaide. And um, a lot of people follow this man. They all listen to him. And how the fuck am I going to sit there and take genuine financial advice from someone that's going to put 500k a on a degenerate gambler? <laughs> yeah, bro. And I'm like, are you crazy? Who do you think I am, dude? You lost your you lost your fucking mind. I can't believe I don't know who this is. Oh, I don't really want to say. It. I, I do just, I know? Do I know who it is? I'll mention. You know, I'm just gonna say. It, like, I'll edit it out later. It's, uh, Mastercraft. No, I don't know. Or Patrick Whitney. No. No, he's a he like he runs he runs concerts and shit in Adelaide, and um, he used to own like Heatwave, the Heatwave Festival. He used to have that. And he, yeah, right. he just rebought it again. Like this year, but again, how can you take financial advice from someone that's going to do that shit? You know what? Fuck it. I'll leave his name in here. I don't give a fuck. I'm not even going to edit that shit out. Sue me for defamation, bitch. Yeah, sue me for defamation, bro. Go check your own <laughs> fucking Facebook, dude. It's on your fucking Facebook profile, man. It's just sad. It's fucking sad. It's what it is. I just feel bad for him. Like, you know what I mean? But he's he's beyond help, bro. He's beyond help. He needs to go sort of shit out. Stop putting everything on Facebook. Like we could bring his Facebook up right now and talk some... It's going to be crazy. It's going to be some crazy shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I mean. You know what I'm saying? Look, don't take financial advice from anyone that bets. No. No. <laughs> or trade CFDs. So that's even something that people sell is like fucking quote-unquote insider advice on... On betting, on sports betting and shit. Have you seen yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, I get those ads occasionally. All the time. I get, a, I get fucking offended because obviously the Facebook algorithms know that I have crypto and they like put yep. me in the same basket as degenerate gamblers. I'm like, <laughs> fuck you, Mark Zuckerberg. Always fuck getting those, you. Get those fucking, I get like the pokies ones all the time. Uh, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, get 300 spins. Like, how about no? I've never played pokies in my life. You, you're targeting the wrong person. I worked with a guy that was fucking hooked. You remember how I was... I don't understand. When I, I was, just don't understand yeah. how you can be. There was a guy um, I used to work with doing when I was doing solar. Mm. And he would make, you know, usually like anywhere between 10 to probably 20 grand a week. Yeah, So right. he would make a lot of... He was a fucking gun salesman. But bro, he would go to the pokies... And you're just like, and like, I would, I would be having a few drinks, and he would literally just hand me a thousand dollars, just be like, "Oh, just play these for me," while he then goes and plays on his own pokey machine. I don't understand. And that, he man. would lose fucking like four, or five thousand dollars in 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 one in one night. Well, and I would be sitting there just like, bro, just fucking, just let it go, man. I hate what I hear about people talk about like how they're good at the pokies. How can you be fucking good at something that requires no skill? Like, oh, yeah, you're good at putting more money in it. Like, oh, yeah, I'm actually up on pokies. Like, no, you're not. You're not. Don't lie to me. Nah. Because as soon as you win money, you you don't walk away. You go, oh, okay. They'll say, we've taken it out of that machine. Now let's go to the next machine. Yeah, dude. And it's just like, mate, you do realize that, like, these people take your money for a living. That's what it is. Like... 
do you not think that art like they're gonna be like they don't know that you're going to another machine because you think that you've taken it all out? Like it's not how it fucking works, man. The house always wins, baby. The house always fucking wins, yeah, man. Yeah, dude. Not the truest thing. Yeah. So fucking true, dude. It's all it's all just math for them. It's all numbers for them. Cause that and that's and that's the same thing with trading. If you can make it all numbers, yeah. you will win. But if you but as soon as you're emotionally invested, just like the pokies, yep. you lose money. Yeah, but I used to I used to teach people like if you can win sixty percent of the time placing the same trades on the same risk strategy, then you're winning. And the same thing with the like the house always wins. Mm. If if the casino only gets wins sixty percent of the time, mm. that's fine. Because mm. they they only have to win at fifty one percent of the time to mm. be in profit. Mm. You know, like mm. so sixty percent is great. Mm. <laughs> If it's more, even better. But like, that's all you need. Mm. You know, it's just a, it's a numbers game. It's a time game, isn't it? Like, that's right. Same shit. Same shit with yeah. trading. I still remember it all. Yeah, I, could, I still remember. I get nostalgia when I bring up an old chart. You know, or a chart now. And it's like, oh yeah. What about that old, up. that old MetaTrader sound when you open it? No, no, no it'll never go out of my head, man. Yeah, yeah. And like the first time you, yeah, when you put your trade in, yeah, yeah. And the first time you open a new trading account, it'll be like, incoming mail. <laughs> you know the one? Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah, dude, man. Yeah. Oh man, bring some nostalgia back. I had to get out of it though, because it's kind of like it is kind of like gambling. I think it hits the same senses, you know. I actually stopped gambling after that as well. I haven't touched like I'm not paid any money casino at all ever since. Like oh. I used to play like roulette and um, bit of pontoon and stuff like that, blackjack. And um, after after my situation with with trading, I've not put a single dollar across the casino table. Nice. I just stayed away from all of it because I know what part of the brain it hits, you know, and I know it affects me negatively. So yeah, I just, I just tend to stay away. But. Mate, there's it's for them. It's like they 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 try to figure out the most like. They, they just, like, feed off your dopamine reward system. Like, yeah, it's fucking fucked up. It's like video games, man. Mm-hmm. Like, they just, like, learn how to feed off your dopamine and they just drain you of it until yeah. you... Well, everything's got, like, a either a gotcha system mm-hmm. in it or, like, some sort of, like, loot box or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, they're still gambling with you. Fucking loot boxes. Yeah, bro. It's the same shit. Same, same, same stuff. Still hitting the same part of your brain. You know, those same endorphins, whatever. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, it's been good having you on, man. Um, like, we we trained together for what is like I want to say like eight months. Yeah, something like that. And you moved on to crypto after that. Yeah, made you're still making money on crypto, really. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it's up and down. I don't really, I don't really pay like that's and that's and that's something that's important as well. I don't really pay attention to it. Yeah. Like some days I look at my portfolio, it's down like fucking forty thousand dollars, and then sometimes I look. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't care. Like, I don't pay any attention to it. It's not my lifeblood like trading was, you know? Yeah. It goes up, it goes down, it goes up, it goes down. I don't care. Like, well, it's, yeah. it, Crypto is like this really nice hybrid between trading CFDs, contract for difference, or mm. foreign exchange, and the stock market, really. Mm. It's it, it's like got the volatility of CFDs, and then it's got the that, like, I don't know, safety of a stock market where... Mm. Once you own it, you own it. Mm, correct. Yeah. I, I would go even one step further as well because it's not the broker that, like, you're not, there's no, 
middleman, you actually own it. Like it's yours. It's in your possession. It's not in the possession of a broker or anything like that. Like it's in your wallet. No one can do I mean, well, someone else is holding your wallet though. No. How do you hold your wallet? The ledger. So it's, so no one has access to my, any of my crypto. Yeah. Yeah. That's, and that's, that's the key difference for me. Mm. Yeah. Um, that's what I really like about it. Um, like for, to give you an example, it was like, um, do you remember the whole, um, fiasco with, uh, GameStop? Yeah. Oh, that was fucking hilarious. Yeah. But like, realistically, the whole thing is kind of silly, but, uh, yeah, go on. Yeah. Well, um, how, um, obviously the, a lot of the hedge funds were losing a shitload of money because basically what they did is they, um, they shorted with their clients stocks. Yeah. So basically they, 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 that's, that's a bit unfair to begin with, but anyway, so then what, so that caught wind and then all of these retail traders just pushed the price way the fuck up. Because what that would do is that that would then force them to close their short positions, which means they have to buy off of these people that have pushed the shit out of the price mm-hmm. to sell back to their clients that owned the stocks that they originally shorted. Yeah. I think that is no one fucking is hilarious. No one going to understand what the fuck you're talking about oh, unless they're, they're actually traders. Well, they're not. Oh. <laughs> Basically, they sold something that they didn't own. And then the price went up, so then they had to buy it at like fifty times the price that they sold it for. Does that make that makes sense? That's doesn't better, it? Yeah. 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 And um, but they're hedge funds, so they sold like millions and millions and millions of dollars worth of it. I just think that it's it's kind of pathetic that the retail traders have decided no, we have to buy this. Like, in no way, shape, or form is GameStop a good buy. It's funny, you know what, man. No, I know, but like, do you know what I mean? Like, when I was looking at this shit, it's like dog coin. I'm just thinking, like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Like, GameStop's a fucking dying company. It's gonna die out in the next few years. Like, this is not sustainable. Why would you ever invest in this company? <laughs> you, know, you know what? Block- you know, it made me so mad. <laughs> do you know what Blockbuster did the day after? What? <laughs> they just they just sent out a tweet because you know yeah, Blockbuster's yeah, yeah, yeah. dying, and they're just like. Um, Reddit, do your thing, please. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I love that, dude. That's sick. Yeah, fucking no, man. Nothing happened, but, you know, it's funny. (laughs) But one can only dream. Yeah. (laughs) One can only dream. But it crashed again, you know, like, and then, well, artificially, I guess, in a way, uh, what, like, all these... Was that the government that put it in place? I can't remember well, that's the thing is that the hedge funds... There was funds, illegal to... You couldn't... The they wouldn't hedge, let you buy it anymore. The, the hedge funds lost the, their own game. Yeah. So they changed the fucking rules. Like, get fucked, man. That is bullshit. That, that's what the free market is. Play stupid games. You deserve to go fucking bankrupt. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck the hedge funds. Again, like I said before, I'm the biggest capitalist you ever see, mate. But... You know, fuck those hedge funds. They don't deserve if they if they want to play stupid games, they lose their money. It should be I think simple this as leads that. In, this leads into a good final question, yeah. question I have for you. Uh. Um, before we finish up this, before we finish this up, you say you're a capitalist. Mm. Should I be allowed to buy nuclear weapons if I have enough money? 
Um, should you be able to buy nuclear weapons? Me specifically. If I have enough money. If you're asking me personally? Yeah, I am, yeah. No. Why? Um, because it's a weapon of mass destruction. But the, but capitalism doesn't care about what you want. It doesn't care, sorry. Mm. It doesn't care about what you buy. It cares about how much money it makes. Which is why these... Um, so, so, so would you agree that that, obviously that is a topic that's up for debate, right? Well, yeah, that's what, like, that's where that's we what, don't, I wouldn't say that Western societies, um, it's not the best example of capitalism because we don't just buy and sell anything. Mm. It, there's regulations on things, which comes back down to a more socialist sort of uh, but that's what, agenda. Mm. We're, we're capitalists in, this, in well, a certain realm, but we're not actually capitalists. No, well, that's why we have a democracy, is if, you know, people are buying nuclear weapons... Um, people are very quickly going to have a problem with that, and then you take, and then what happens is legislation is proposed, and then we have a vote via referendum, which we fucking don't do anymore apparently because I don't, we barely act as a democracy these days. But yeah, that's something for a different episode. Yeah. But basically, what I'm saying is that goes to referendum, so you would have your um, you'd have your local parties that obviously represent me and you that say that we've elected yeah that we've elected and we say and and um you know they notice that a lot of people that voted for them are unhappy that people are starting to buy nuclear weapons (laughs) so so what they would do is then they would propose legislation which would be discussed in parliament and then brought to referendum for the people to vote on Mm. and then if the people vote you know, the majority say, no, individuals um, shouldn't be able to own nuclear weapons. And that, that legislation gets passed as law. And then you can't own nuclear weapons. That's why it should be. So it's capitalism with regulations. Whether the government can tell you what you can and cannot do. Because if you say well, no... It's not the, gov- it's not the government never, that didn't... No, but in this scenario, it's not the government; it's the people because the people pass it through a referendum. If, if, if yeah, but that that never happened. No, but you're asking me, and that's what I'm telling you. Like that, I'm telling you, that's how it should be. You're giving me a hypothetical on based on what it should be, but that's but that's what democracy is. So you know, yeah, but can you have well, can you have democracy with with true capitalism? Of course you can. I just described it to you. No, I don't think you did. I think you described capitalism with rules, but capitalism isn't really meant to have rules. Capitalism is the idea that, like, you capitalise on everything, which is it's why these there's certain countries that are in uh, Eastern Europe, but for example, that no, will sell you I, anything I think if you've got the right price. I think you're mistaking politics with an economic system. There's two completely separate things. Well, they are separate. But yeah. it doesn't really... It, yes and no. Yes and no. Because it's a way of being... So, for example, like, socialists, right? To be a socialist is a... Is a, is a brain dead. But is a, yeah, but it's, <laughs> but it's a, it's a, it's a political system as well as a way of living. It's not It's not just... It is, it's, a, it's a market thing as well. It's yeah, not, socialism is big government. But so is capitalism. Capitalism is not... Capitalism is not its own separate thing. You can't have a capitalist society inside of a 
socialist uh, government. No, because that's kind of what we got at the moment. That's why we have so yeah, many or, fucking problems. Well, like, <laughs> yeah, well, we've got like a democracy that lives inside of a, a oligarchy. Is it? Is it oligarchy? I can't remember how to say. It. Or, but we are with monarchy. Monarchy, anyway. So it's not the same thing. Yeah. Um. Or it is, but it's a monarchy, right? Yeah. Because we have a female in charge, like the queen. Um, which already starts to border on some weird things. You know what I mean? Having both of those two things combined, mm. which is why we have laws that don't make sense. And people say like, we're not going to get into it today, but mm. basically laws aren't legalized because the queen didn't pass them off. But the queen also gave away her rights to govern the country. Well, and yeah, that's why they have a prime minister instead. No, no, that's why we have a governor general. That's the government. If the, if the Queen's not in Australia, then she delegates to the Governor General. Yeah, but she also doesn't run... She doesn't run the UK either now. Like, she doesn't, she doesn't run England. She's not, she's not she's in that position. She's fucking useless. No, but she's not in that <laughs> position. She gave her rights up, you know what I mean? She gave her rights up for being Queen and being in charge of all that shit. Mm. Already, you know what I mean? She's why we've got our weird fucked up system that doesn't mm. make sense in a lot of ways. And mm. perhaps it will change... Uh, when she passes away or someone else passes away or when we get a new system in place maybe it'll change mm. but for now we're stuck with this weird limbo spot being mm. in Australia especially mm. you know we don't like America that have our own special special bill of rights and and our constitution and we have choices and whatever else it's nice but we don't have that anyway Jason it's been a pleasure having you on, mate. I'm sorry for anyone that's on YouTube that's missed out on the video. We will have a fix by next time. Um, and hopefully, OzPost actually pulls their finger out. Fucking pricks. And gets me my fucking sound. Sue like, us for defamation again. Yeah, yeah sue me for defamation. You can fucking... Actually, don't, don't do that. Don't you're, do that. You're a useless bunch of cunts. <laughs> I spent like two grand on... The, on um, microphones and like all this audio equipment and, and for what uh, for nothing because it's not fucking here it's a very sad time so for lots of income i should i should yeah. do that i'm yeah. making zero dollars on this that's all right but uh, yeah because they didn't give you the fucking microphone yeah exactly right exactly right guys thank you for listening jason thanks for being on man we can still be friends bro and thank you. um I'm glad. we'll have you on very soon we're going next episode with jason we're talking crypto and uh, we'll talk NFTs as well. Very interesting topic. I think everyone needs to No dog coins. No, <laughs> no dog coins. Um, up and coming is uh, Eilish and I uh, actually doing a bit of an Adelaide food review. And um, I've got something in the works at the moment that is, uh, it's gotta be quite fun, man. Um, I'm putting it together. It's taking some time, but putting together the Guja Street Challenge gonna be a big one so it's gonna be i think it's gonna be a year-long endeavor to be honest thanks for listening and uh, we'll see you next time guys goodbye bye